you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm sitting here on Off the Edge, the podcast, with a man that needs no introduction, a former NFL MVP, a man who can still sling the rock, and we know he can do it if he gets a chance to do it. Yeah. Somebody who's been a pro bowler, all pro, yeah. uh, NFL MVP, yeah. should have been, you know, uh, is is the number one draft pick of the most elite draft class to ever have been in existence yes. in the 2011 draft class. Yes. Uh, you know, from a camp to a cam in a, in a draft that had three cams. We're just missing the other one. You know, it was a, it was a, a cam trifecta at the time, and here we are, a cam duo with Cam Newton, the man, the legend himself, Mr. Game Changer to Game Manager uh, at, at the most relevant time of of uh, our NFL experiences. Uh, Listen, what else can what else can I say that you, get, that you don't speak for yourself? We can say. That we can enjoy each other's company now. I've always enjoyed your company. No, like, <laughs> I didn't enjoy yours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm meant to be a troll. I think for you, bro, and I was having this conversation with uh, Matt Ryan yesterday. Tell me a more competitive division. Right. During that 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17 NFC South. There wasn't. How, how could there have been? It you was, felt animosity at every level. Every out of what is it? Two, two out of eight games a year. That's half your schedule, right? You know, like the Saints coming. Yeah, not even locked in. Oh, oh, it's 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 blood in the water. It's 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 like, bro, tighten your <laughs> up. Oh, can I can I? Yeah, 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 you grown, you grown. Tighten no your up because Roman Harper, Petty King, Whew. like jinxed. Petty King, like all that pettiness, also to mention, don't, 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 don't. I said, oh my Stand God. It's just, it, bro, yeah. it was one of those times where it's like, bro, you got to tighten your shit up because not only are they gritty, they have that continuity that a lot of teams miss. When I think about great defenses, it's hard not to mention you guys, it's kind of rain in that stint compared to the Baltimore Ravens, compared to the 49ers at that particular point in time. It was just at a unit that 
thrived off opportunistic and was able to create pressure with just a four man rush. Man, and it was it was a time to be had. <laughs> to be had. But like you know, there was there was times you there was a touchdown. I think you had had in the end zone, uh, in the Superdome. Yeah. You did the you know the patented hang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they opened yeah. up the chest, showed you know, opened up the Superman vibes, and I was like, man. And you like Loki passed passed by me and like had brushed me and I was like this brush can't happen so it was like I, I like I like bumped you like made sure it wasn't a brush it was a bump and you like you like looked at me and like turned around and he did one of these and my guy Curtis Lofton and like yeah. went up to push you next you know uh, uh big uh, swole Brandon big, Williams big, yeah Brandon Williams went to go push yeah. Curtis Lofton I saw I, I saw him going and after I it. found myself in the back of the end zone it's thirty, through it's 30 through people fighting the end zone. thirty people fighting uh, uh, next zone. thing I like I, I I went to like grab Mike Tober and you can't grab Mike Tober he's gotta, my Weight at five Unhand seven. Me. Right, he's a, he's a tree stump. He's no a doubt. fire hydrant. And so next you know we're out here sprawled out fighting in the back end mm. zone. It's it's times like that that yeah. you really enjoy the rivalry. That's what makes yeah. it a feel like a rivalry. You know the, the thing I know our rivalry was one to kind of consider, but being from Atlanta, yeah, I don't think that there's a better rivalry than Atlanta and New Orleans. Absolutely. No, like that's I hate a, them. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things that it's not even it's deeper than football in that thing. Because when Katrina hit, a lot of New Orleans natives came to Atlanta. Yeah. So that con that that type of connectivity back to the city of New Orleans and Atlanta, yeah. that merger, and to have a football game. That's where it was like a little kind of different. And I only know that because I'm a native of Atlanta and right. seeing that type of, you know, energy in the city for that particular time. Man, you know, that, that energy alone this just makes you like want to be a villain towards Atlanta. Yeah. And, you know, it, it just our, our division alone, like made me want to be a villain towards you because you were a menace towards everybody else. Yeah. Like it you, you, you warm up on other people's sidelines. That. And like <laughs> just looking, I was, like, I was like, everything about him, like you have to go after him. And so that being hey. said, now you're, you know, I'm in the podcast world. You've clearly got your podcast. Yeah. And is that is that a rivalry? Like you've got you've got never. That's your 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 podcast. Tell me tell me more about it because you sit down with the cigar. You yeah. got the lounge. You you're you're. That's the only thing I'm missing right now. I mean, I got it close by. It, it's just being authentic, authentic to who I am. Yeah. You know, I think for my whole career, a lot of people have always had the question: Is Cam Newton real? Is this a energy that like what is he? Yeah. We're not used to seeing this type of energy on the field. Folks aren't able to see a quarterback play and have fun and dance and jump around. And like, is that real? Like, what the f is that? Like, we can't. Right. Uh -uh. So I've always had to protect, you know, my sanity, but also protect what I was playing for. Franchises, brands, players, coaches. And now in podcasting, it's like, I don't give a damn. Like, right. let's let's. Like and you're Jake, thoughts, bring, you on the problems, bring on the problems, <laughs> bring on the problems, bring on the. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's like one of them things that, and I and I enjoy it, bro. And I think it's not that you haven't been you. Yeah. Now you just uncut. Yeah, yeah. It's like when you're in this position, I'm able to tell these type of stories, you know, in an unfiltered way, not to protect anybody's image. And anybody who knows me know, like I still keep the bro code the bro code absolutely but i'm able to tell it more like yeah. uncut in a way that is like yo i could tell that you know what i'm saying like i just had you know a conversation with greg olson bro and we just talking about certain things and it's like damn dog like i missed that absolutely and they asked me like yo bro are you coming back i don't know right it, it like i'm different like i'm a family man now you know what i'm yeah. saying i got children i got kids that expected me to be 
home when they come back from school. And well, it can't be a rivalry because you know what we're gonna do. I'm just gonna shoot over to your podcast, and we're gonna we're gonna continue this. Say less. So if you want part part two to this part one, check me out at Off the part Edge two Podcast. Of the part two of the cams. The, the cam <laughs> apostrophe s. <laughs> You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount+, Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Here we are, my podcast, Off the Edge, with me, your host, Cam Jordan. And it feels like a variety show because I get to see all these legends and media row at the Super Bowl. And I'm sitting here with a future Hall of Famer, a man who played 20 years in the league between the Cincinnati Bengals. Some people call them Bengals. I call them Bengals. Uh, and, and, and the uh, Los Angeles Rams uh, winning a Super Bowl with them. Uh, and then walking off in style after, after the win with the Super Bowl and the babies, had the kids there, sitting there like, I, my work is complete. Done. Andrew Whitworth. What up, baby? <laughs> man, I appreciate you tapping in. Man, happy to be here, bro. What a week, man. It's been awesome. Yeah, I mean, as, as a watch guy myself, I look down at the Panerai. I'm like, I like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Come <laughs> like, on, man. But, you, uh, no, you, we, we're, that's we're what you do. When you're a big fella, you got to have a couple accessories, you know, because everybody see you like, God, this dude's huge. And you, you know, you need a little something to kind of, you know. Yeah, yeah, a little accoutrements, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> but sitting here, you know, you, you started off in Louisiana. So we have our Louisiana connects here. You're living out in uh, Los Angeles, a place that I hope to one day get to. Uh, but the tax bracket, the way the taxes work, I'm gonna be right there in Arizona. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. <laughs> but you, uh, you're here at Media Week. Clearly went to NFL Honors. Uh, do you still enjoy going to the honor shows? Well, I gotta say, first off, unbelievable. That was so good. What us get? I can't. I, I imagine they had to kind of like let you know that was going on, and there might have been a little like we doing what, man. But that was cool. That man, was good. And that's exactly what happened. It was like, Cam, you gonna present this award? I said, dope. Kirk Cousins gonna be with you. Great. Hey, we got a little something special for you. Awesome. Twenty four hours before. Hey, rehearsal. We got these dance moves. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> I know. I know how to pass rush. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. No, here I we thought go. it was awesome, dude. I actually thought it was probably one of the best 
honors I've seen. I thought really the whole show was awesome. Circus Soleil started off. Yeah, I mean it's Vegas, so yeah, it is. It's easy to kind of pull some of that off. But gosh, it was great. I thought, man, it's 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 awesome. Especially when you talk about you you being a, a Walter Payton Man of the Year winner a couple years back. Uh, just tell me about what it means to win. Because I mean, I've been nominated three times. But as a winner, does it change its perspective? Does it change the uh, perception of? I don't think so. I think what's cool, and I, I think sometimes, uh, you know, you think about those awards, we talk about the winner. And, you know, obviously, Kim Hayward, uh, unbelievably deserving, a tremendous human being. I've had a chance with Thursday Night Football now to have them a couple years in a row and get to kind of tell his story and things that uh, he does in the community. But I think also, to me, we, we get lost in those other 31. And it's like, man, all those guys are doing such amazing Absolutely. stuff. And I think that's one of the coolest parts of this league. And one of the rarest things I think about our business is that I don't know how many businesses in the world that the people who are benefiting from that business also are spending so much of their time investing all that back into the communities they play in the communities they came from i just think there's such a a, a spirit of pay it forward in our league uh that i just think is really cool that people feel that vibe from these players when they come to these shows uh, these guys love what they do they have a passion to be great at it but they also have a passion for everyone else that they can help achieve those dreams that they want as well absolutely I, I, I always think about like just the highlight you're putting you like I didn't even know he did that type of work like how how many guys are going out their way to give their time effort you know the beyond just money but just the ability to give back to the community for raise awareness for their for their causes and uh as much as I do I feel like I'm always re-inspired yep I'm like oh I'm not doing enough. I got to do more. I was like, it's, it's, it's sort of like a competitive to give back mode. It's like, yeah, it is. I think, you know, this, like when you get nominated, you see the other guys that get nominated and you go read what they're doing. And you're like, dang, I, did, I need to get on. All, it. Like, I'm, all I, I'm doing is giving up the Tuesdays or all I'm doing like, is, is like becomes a, I always felt challenged. Like, all right, I can do more like every time. And I think that's the cool nature of our league is it doesn't matter if we're competing on the field for wins or we're out there saying, hey, how can we affect the community and make a difference for people around us? Uh, let's be the best at it. And I think that's a nature and a vibe and a culture uh, that we've started and that award and obviously Walter Payton set the precedent for all of us um, that is a great thing for our league absolutely tune this back to football you know wrapping up the award show but um there was a record number of sacks that happened this year and as a defensive lineman I love it and as as, as after the season I had I hated it because I mean I got injured week 11 it was sort of just like just a run stopper this year and it hurt my feelings I was like they're letting go sacks and here we are you know, um, what do you think as an offensive lineman, like how did that come about? Is it is it timing from quarterbacks? Is it the lack of technique because offensive linemen are getting fatter and slower? Uh, you know, I think that there's a mixture of reasons, but I, I think one of the things that's affected the game, too, is that you could see the drop back game uh, living in the shotgun world. Right. Um, I think, you know, this as a rusher. It's a, it's a much different world when you're under center and you kind of got to think there might be a combination of things that could happen on a play. And when they're going to be sitting back there at eight yards and you know it every single play, uh, it kind of gives you an opportunity to say, hey, I know where he's going to be and I know what I got to do to get there. And so I think there's there's the nature of that's changing. And then also you look at it really the, the true pocket passing quarterbacks. Like, there's just not as many that are just going to sit there and, and stay there. There's a lot of guys running around now, moving. They're being encouraged to, hey, Obviously, I don't know I'm what dropping, coverage it dropping, is. Dropping, but you also don't know where your guy is because you're Yeah, you're the quarterbacks are moving. So those guys, those ball in their hand longer always leads to more sacks. So I think that we're going to see that. But I think eventually, like, you're going to see a turn because obviously it's been a point of emphasis, like, uh, improving offensive line play. And I talked to Roger Goodell actually a few weeks ago about how do we continue to make that an emphasis because it's just a challenge. You look at youth sports always say, let's go back to where it starts. You know, everything's kind of flagged now. A lot of guys are being pushed with less contact, less hitting. So you're taking away really developing linemen at a young age. And then college football, that game's completely changed. 
just I mean, they don't block any of the plays that they're going to block in NFL football and college football anymore. And then in the pro game, we've taken away their off seasons. We've kind of taken away a lot of like that time in camp and those hitting days that they got to train to be a lineman because it's just a different position. And so I think you really look at it on the back end and the front end. We've kind of taken a lot of the reps that develop these guys to be who they are. And so that's the challenge. And uh, I think we got to find ways we can improve there. Yeah. What it, say? it takes uh, a thousand hours to master a craft. And now you're working with like 500 from, <laughs> yeah. from even the time I got into the league. And think about it. it, it obviously, offensive linemen are not the best athlete on the field. But when we start talking about pound for pound, moving bodies like that, who they are, it's one of the rarest positions in the world because it's the only one where you play with your back to the ball. Like you are literally basing off of what you hope is happening behind you right. and playing a position. So it's awkward to learn. So it takes time to understand the body positions and really the feel that you've got to know without ever being able to see what's happening the behind you. to the game. Yeah. Man, I'm, I can hear See, him. he's getting, he's getting, look at it. I got him. He's swaying. He's kind of like got a little look, soft spot right now. He's like, dang, old lineman. No, no, see, I, <laughs> as much as of Shagrin I have, as I have against an offensive lineman, I, it's because I started off that way. Like, nobody nobody wants <laughs> oh, to be yeah. an offensive lineman. Like, started off like small ball as like linebacker safety. Oh, yeah. And then got to high school and was like, offensive lineman. No. Yep. I'll do it. I do it with my youth kids, <laughs> my kids' team. I coach my kids. Every kid on the team, I'm like, listen, you guys don't want to play O-line. Y'all got to go find some bigger kids because whoever you are that's the biggest, you're playing O-line. Like, that's just what it is. (laughs) And so, you know, once I had my chance, I was like, D-line, and I'm never coming back. Yep. You know, but just beyond that, you know, beyond the the, the offensive line play and even, you know, the amount of sacks that happened this year because I was excited about it. Um, Just think about the rules that are affecting this game. You know, we talk about the time that's affected the game, the rules that are affecting this game. You know, the the, the line judge being behind the offensive line, so – now it seems like, you know, offensive linemen are clearly getting away with, with jumping off sides. And we're not going to say there's, uh, there's an offensive tackle on the Super, on a Super Bowl contending team that, like, leads the charge in that. But this, uh, the, the way the game is evolving and the rules, how are guys – is it affecting guys being coached and is it affecting technique? Yeah, I think you look at it. There's obviously some big ones that are coming up this offseason. I mean, right. defensively, the hip drop tackle stuff. You know, we're talking about the line of scrimmage after the Kadarius Tony play and and really uh, even on the other side with Jawan Taylor in the right tackle and his depth that he, he sits in his stance at. I the mean, depth is crazy that nobody talked away. about. I'm like, he's not even – like, you used to have to be within, yeah. like, uh, uh, what is the hip length of the yep. center. These guys are out here like a flying V formation. They are, and it's blowing me away because throughout my career, it, uh, it was always like first series of the game. I'm annoyed. The guy's coming over telling me, like, make sure you scoot up make sure you scoot up and it's just blown me away that they've been able to get away with it like we've kind of eliminated what that real line is anymore and so I think there's some things that need to get fixed but also like we can't just continue to say we're going to keep taking things out of the game and taking hits out of the game and these and it's just like as a player you're like man I am so confused how you want me to even possibly play the game right I can't imagine being a defender right now and saying like what exactly is my strike zone now you not only do I not have a strike zone now you're going to tell me how I can fall and how I can dictate how I drop on a tackle. Like, I, I just to me, it makes zero sense. It's like, I don't know how you think. And I think that's the problem, maybe. I don't know. I think they think you're thinking while you're doing these things. It's like, you're playing a game like an animal. You're a tiger trying instinct. to get your prey on the ground. Right. Like, there's there's no thinking going into this. So I'm now I got to process while I'm trying to tackle somebody. I'm about to hit a quarterback. But is it within two steps of him releasing the ball? Oh, I've got to hit a quarterback. And as I'm smacking him with all my force, before he's the ground, let me turn and then give myself an AC sprain so this quarterback's okay. Yeah, my general rule of thumb is like, I want to see egregious things called. Outside of that, like, if it's debatable, like, I don't want – if it's debatable, let's not call it. Yeah, that's how I feel. That's literally, how, like, how I've always felt about rules. Like, let him play. Now, if it's a, if it's one of those, like, all right. Yeah. Sit your butt down. Like, that's, yeah. that's a flag. If it's yeah. one of those, like, was he in the gray area? 
well, if you don't let that play and let us have fun. 100%. Come on, make, make it fun again. You know, with your legacy intact, you playing 20 years, you've seen a lot of things come and go. You retire and what is it, two years out? It's two years, it's two yeah. years now? Sheesh. Uh, the end of the era of the Bill Belichick and Pete Carroll situation. I know. You know, like an end of an era. Does that even sit right? Like, it, does it feel weird to know Bill Belichick? Like, yeah, I, I think it's wild to Coaches? think about we go into next fall and there's no Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll, and even Nick Saban. I think like, like you just kind of like in your mind, you think of college football, you think of pro football. You're like, all right, I'm going to see something about Nick Saban this fall. I'm going to see something about Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll. Like, it just uh, it's wild to think that next fall you're going to enter that world. And it's it's man, it's unbelievable because obviously people could say whatever they want about the time when Tom's been gone. Whatever. Bill Belichick's one of the greatest coaches that's ever coached in the NFL. Period. Uh, period. That's it. And then, you know, Pete Carroll, his legacy is, is uh, unbelievable. I mean, talking about a guy, what not just an unbelievable coach, but could rally a football team at a right. time where you're like, man, the Seahawks Hawks are done. They got no chance. And then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, we're playing the best team in the NFL when you walk out there. And it's something magical he was able to do to yes. create this spirit with his football team. And then obviously Nick Saban, you know, I, I was his first recruiting class at LSU got a chance to play Jeez. for him there won a Wait national a championship didn't, didn't yeah way back yeah. so uh to to watch him walk away man uh, always like one of the guys who had the biggest influence on me in my entire life um and bill used to always come to our facility in the off seasons when i was in college there yeah uh just being around those two guys rare rare coaches man and i know a lot of influence on who i am no doubt. Well, I appreciate you tapping in. I ain't going to hold you yeah. up too much longer. You know, I feel like today's podcast is like a variety show. We got oh, a yeah. lot of greats, a lot of legends going through. And I'm so happy that you were able to have, find some time to sit down with the kid on Off the Edge, uh, the podcast. Appreciate it, man. You're an absolute legend yourself, man. One of the uh, most unbelievable careers on the edge of anybody. I appreciate you, my guy. Appreciate you. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish 
Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.